This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters Show is listener supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click on the Donate to Father Matters icon. If you missed last week's show, tune in to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, fathermatters.org. We had David Delk and Michael Grimm uh, from Man in the Mirror, and I asked them to come back this week because I wanted to really take it to another level what individual men are going through. We talked about how Man in the Mirror can run alongside churches and discipleship, but we've got men who refuse to open up to share their hearts with men So I just want to take this thing and just dig really, really deep. David and Michael, welcome back to the Father Matters Show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's great to be with you, Vance. Yes, sir, David. Thank you for taking the time to get back on this phone with us. David, a lot of stuff that the men are dealing with, how can man in the mirror help men individually, as well as the churches, but individually with their marriages? Well, you know, one of our our big focus is getting men connected life on life with other men. And so that would be our, the first thing, is to, is to encourage leaders to go after guys, get to know them, and find out. Most of the time, nobody knows that a guy's hurting in his marriage. And so if you can get a man who's willing to go meet men and, and get to know them a little bit, maybe have a cup of coffee with them, and, and it, all of a sudden that guy feels safe opening the window just a tiny bit, uh, and you realize, hey, man, you know, not everything is, is uh, you know, just puppies and roses here. Uh, there's some problems. Well, now you've got another man involved in his life that can actually make a difference. And, Michael, how important is it for uh, uh, men to make it a safe place for another man to start unzipping his heart and, and sharing what's going on with him? Oh, it's critical. I mean, uh, that, that's a, uh, such a huge part of it. Um, just a no-judgment zone. Don't, don't tell a guy what he needs to do as far as, you know, um, uh, a friend of mine talks about don't should on him. Mm-hmm. You know, you should do this, you should do that. Don't do that. Just listen to him. You know, f- see where his heart is. You know, um, I had a guy reach out to me through the website that uh, uh, in another city, uh, struggling in his marriage, and uh, just just really needed me to pray with him and just encourage him to 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 plug in. He he attended his church off and on, but wasn't really plugged in. And so I I just encouraged him, and then I followed up with him a couple weeks later. And just to hear his voice, how he was encouraged and lifted up, and he, and so appreciative of me following up with him, and it just keeps me going. And 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 David, what about the men who say, "Man, I'm I'm too busy to do that. I got my my own problems. I I can't sit down with guys with coffee and hear about what they're going through." How how do we reach out to those guys? Well, you know, the reality is, if you can get a guy to actually experience the incredible joy of seeing another man's life change, uh, most guys won't go back. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's one thing to be successful at your job. It's one thing to have a hobby, you know, to be a great a scratch golfer or, 
you know, see all your college football games from the fifth row or, you know, whatever. And those things are fun. I'm not denying they're fun. But they are nothing like being involved in seeing a marriage saved, seeing a guy's relationship with his kids restored. And so the big thing we try to come alongside pastors and leaders is to say, hey, let's think about how can we get more guys who would be willing to invest their lives in other men. And we give them practical ideas, little steps they can take, um, so that you're not saying, hey, you know, latch on to this guy and meet with him an hour a week for the next five years. Right. You know, nobody's going to sign up for that. Um, but if you give somebody some simple steps and let them get a taste of how incredible this is, uh, many men will, will find out that this is what they were really made for. You know, um, I, I noticed, you know, you cut on a game Sunday night, Monday night, you know, when, when, when the football season was, was happening. You know, you see thousands of men together. Why can't we get men to get together to do God's work. I remember back in the late 80s and the early 90s, I mean, uh, I used to go to a lot of the Promise Keepers events. I haven't heard many of them in Arizona today. But next month in February, you guys are having a Man in the Mirror Leadership Conference. Um, This would be a great time to invite other men to be around Godly men. Can you touch on the, the conference that's coming up next month, February 25th through the 27th, David? Absolutely. This is our National Leaders Conference, and so uh, it's a little different than most of the conferences out there. It's for pastors and lay leaders uh, who are trying to disciple men. Uh, we all come in here to Orlando, Florida. Uh, so for those of you in other – Phoenix is not such a big deal, but other parts of the country – uh, maybe uh, being in Orlando in February is not such a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we, we talk about, we get real about what does it look like to disciple men in the local church. So it's not a conference for every man. You right. don't have 30 or 40 guys from a church. You know, it's usually two, three, four guys from a church. Uh, but we get to be with like-minded men. We're encouraged. Mm-hmm. And the big thing we really, really hammer is practical ta- takeaways that you can use right now with the men in your community and in your church. And what's going to be different from this type of conference from, like, a Promise Keepers? Well, there's there's uh, speakers, but there's breakout sessions for leaders so that they can learn about some, some concepts on, on uh, uh, discipling men in their church. Not only are there uh, opportunities to, to learn uh, there, but it's also an opportunity to share with other guys from other churches from all over the country. What are they doing at their, ch- their church? Uh, I think it was last year uh, I sat at a round table after uh, it was a millennials, reaching millennials. Mm. And they started, these other guys started talking about what they're doing. And one of the guys talked about, yeah, we have a group on Friday morning called Fat Bellies and Flat Bellies. Mm. I thought that was great. And everybody that I've told about that, that, that's a great idea. So you get the older guys, younger guys, and they just have a time to, to hang out. And these older guys speaking in these younger guys' lives, encourage them, love on them, and just, uh, just encourage them and challenge them to, to really live a Christ, Christ-centered life. And for people who may not can't make it but want to help the conference fulfill 2016, can they sponsor a pastor or sponsor a, a leader? How, how, how would they do that? Uh, David? Absolutely. Absolutely. A great way to do that would be to just show the information to a pastor or leader in your church and have them take a look at it. If they have any questions, they're welcome to uh, email us or call us through the, the main Man in the Mirror website. Um, and uh, it, and you can get to the Leaders Conference off of that website as well. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to have them maybe sponsor a pastor or leader from their church to come to the conference. Now, this is, the I think, what, the 25th? year the 25th anniversary of the book man in the mirror touch on that a little bit david 
Yes, Pat Morley is a, was a real estate developer here in Orlando, Florida, just a, a business guy, you know, uh, coming out of life for, like a business guy does with all kinds of questions and, and all the problems and frustrations and everything else. And, and the Lord led him and a group of other men to start a Bible study. And about four or five years into that Bible study, he wrote a book, um, and that book became The Man in the Mirror. So uh, 25 years later, they it's been totally revised. Mm-hmm. You know, all the stories and, and, and illustrations and examples all make sense to a, a 25-year-old guy today. He would recognize himself in them. And so uh, it's a, it's a available for a new generation, and it's also available in our very inexpensive uh, Books by the Box program where you can get it for uh, under $2 a piece. And Books by the Box, what is, what is Books by the Box? Well, we, about uh, in, in the year 2000, we started distributing classic Christian books in cases. Uh, we'd, we'd get the publishers to agree to let us print a whole bunch of them. And uh, originally we offered them for a dollar a piece, so a church wow. could give away a book by, by Pat Morley or a book by Max Lucado or uh, Chuck Swindoll for a dollar wow. uh, to every person on at Christmas or every person on Father's Day or every person on Mother's Day. And um, and so a lot of churches started to take us up on that. We're now at 10 million books ha- that wow. have been distributed uh, through this program since the year 10, uh, 2000. Answer this, guys. Do you guys do work with men and fathers in prisons? Uh in, indirectly, I, I think, and Dave, maybe you can answer this a little bit more clearly. But I um, come alongside. Uh, there was a there was a ministry down in Southern Arizona reached out to me. They were having it was funny. They their call the college was having a man in the mirror conference, and we're like, it wasn't it wasn't connected with us, mm-hmm. but they just happened to use that. And uh, so they she did some research, and she reached out to me and said, Hey, what do you do? And uh, so pretty exciting to that connection there. And so. Um, yeah, we will give provide them some resources, uh, point them to the website. Uh, a lot of great free re- resources on the website there. Um, but yeah, we just uh, we we come alongside them, work work with them. So, but do you go directly into prisons and work with the fathers of the men in the prisons? Or I have personally have not, but maybe David, you you know of somebody, one of the, our staff there. Yeah, we have a, a, several of our field staff that are involved in in, in uh, prison ministry as part of their personal ministry. And for our work, we want to see more churches do that and more laymen do that. So mm-hmm. what we do is we'll take a church that's got a very effective prison ministry. Like, for example, that's um, not directly related to the prison, but when they get out, there's a church in Salem, Oregon that's got a fantastic ministry to guys transitioning out of prison. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is we will promote that those uh, that ministry and the concepts to other churches and say, hey, if you, you've got this prison in your area, guys are being released, uh, you need to connect with these leaders because they can show you how to have a dynamic ministry with those men. So we're trying to inspire lay people in local churches, pastors in local churches, to use the best ideas, the best principles from other ministries around the country to make what they're doing even more effective. See, that's powerful. And that's what some other ministries can step out and realize. You know, I can't do what you do. You can't do what I do. But together, we can do it all. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is Michael Grimm and David Delk from the ministry Man in the Mirror. We'll be back after this message. Hey, Father Matters Show family, will you show us some love? We want the Father Matters Show to be your community and family resource program. 
by providing you right now answers for right now issues. Become a Father Matters show champion by liking Father Matters on Facebook. If you miss us Saturday night, log on to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, or fathermatters.org. And share the Father Matters show with your friends and family. Thank you. Father Matters presents Boot Camp for New Dads. Come learn the basics of infant care and dad's important role in a baby's life. For more information about the Father Matters Boot Camp for New Dads, visit fathermatters.org. Topics include father's health before and after birth, postpartum care, supporting mom's needs after birth, and much, much more. Boot Camp for New Dads. For more information, visit fathermatters.org. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. Mark your calendars for March 17th for our fifth annual Court and Custody Conference. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters Show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Michael, if someone wanted to start a small group uh, with coworkers or at home, would it be a good idea to start with Pat's book, The Man in the Mirror? Absolutely. Uh, we, have, we have a lot of great resources uh, through our website, uh, Man in the Mirror book, uh, Man Alive. Um, you know, the, we, we mentioned in the last segment the Books by the Box program. Yeah. You know, Lee Strobel's A Case for Christ, uh, Bob Buford's uh, Halftime. All, all great resources. I gave some of those out to a group of men that were meeting at Paradise Bakery. Guy called me afterwards and said, started reading and said, this is my life. And just impacted him. He bought, he bought a bunch more books to get, start giving out to other guys. And that's really what it's all about. And, and so, yeah, yeah, start with prayer. Start praying about who, who to invite to that, that meeting and then, and then get a couple, couple copies of the book. Or, or the uh, Equipping the Man in the Mirror uh, magazine. That, you know, that's really a great resource. Yeah. Uh, for not only a guy to, to who's never done a devotional, um, but then also to be able to take that and, and start a small group. Got some questions in there, and, and really it's kind of the way I started uh, at my church. We, we had a group of guys uh, that we were starting on a Thursday night. We wanted to do something a little bit differently, and uh, uh, we started just using a devotional, and, and uh, that led from a group of four guys to eventually a group of 15 guys. And uh, it wasn't so much the the growth, uh, you know, the growth in numbers, but to see the life change. Yeah. Uh, see the life change over time in those guys was just, uh, it was just incredible seeing. David, what, what, what drew you to be a part of Man in the Mirror, the whole organization? Why are you involved? Well, uh, I met Pat uh, after graduating from seminary, and I heard about his ministry. And over the years, I think what God has really done is he has uh, cemented this into kind of my family story, because uh, my grandfather uh, lived in rural South Carolina, and he was, uh, 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 like many people back in the Depression era, he could do anything. He was a farmer and a mechanic and all those things, and apparently everybody loved him when he was sober. Right. But the problem is he wasn't sober very much when my dad was growing up, and so my dad literally never knew what was going to happen next. I could tell you all kinds of crazy stories, but... Mm -hmm. Bottom line is they didn't go to church because the church was right up the hill, and my grandmother was afraid of what my granddad would do on Sunday morning when he got drunk if she was up at the church. 
she couldn't imagine him coming storming into the church. So they just didn't go. But my dad had an aunt who loved him, and as a young man, she came and started taking him to church, and Jesus Christ transformed my dad's heart. Awesome. And so now uh, it changed my life. I had a completely different childhood than my, than my dad did. And uh, my brother's the same thing. We have nine children between us, nine grandchildren, mm-hmm. uh, and all of their lives are totally different. So I could actually show you a picture. If we had, we're looking at my computer, I could show you the 17 of us coming mm-hmm. back from our second family mission trip to Costa Rica. Oh, that's so powerful. in three generations, you go from a guy who's using his addictions to stiff-arm God to 17 people on a family. How does that happen? It happens because Jesus Christ transforms the heart of a one man. And so for us, we've got big dreams. We want to see millions of guys, you know, thousands of churches reaching me, all that. At the end of the day, it's about one man and his life transformation impacting the lives of the people around him. Absolutely. That's, that's powerful. And, and Michael, what made you get involved with Man in the Mirror? Well, kind of out of selfish uh, reasons. You know, I was uh, attending my church for a number of years. Um, I came to Christ when I was in my teens. Uh, someone shared Christ with me. But, uh, you know, David, you, you say evangelism without discipleship is cruel, and it's very true. That's kind of what happened with me. I was, I was uh, uh, brought to Christ, but then lacked a really discipleship model uh, of somebody walking alongside me. And uh, so... Um, a number of years passed. I kind of drifted away from the church. Uh, my first marriage, struggling. I, I told my wife at the time, you know, we, uh, we're we having these problems because we're not right with God. So we, we started going back to a church, and it helped us for a few years. But but the the damage from generations past came back into that marriage, and, and it ultimately failed. But God uh, brought me to a new place, uh, remarried, and my wife is awesome. And uh, she uh, really uh, became a mother to my sons um, that they needed, and uh, uh, they're they're just uh, it's just been incredible. So, but attending my church, I continue to be frustrated with my lack of growth. I saw other guys, a few guys, you know, that were really walking with Christ, you know, powerful lives, and uh, but but I wanted that and didn't know how to get there. And so God just spoke to me one day in a church and said, well, then you do it. So I put my name on a card this time that says, we need more men's stuff. So many times I put on there, we need more men's stuff, but never put my wife, my name on it. My wife says, you know, they don't really do anything unless you put your name on it. So, so I put my name on it with the pastor, and, and that, that process started. And, uh, you know, God just used my availability to, to work in the church. And so that eventually led to uh, meeting a gentleman by the name of Roy Comstock. I started doing research on, on men's ministries. Uh, Roy Comstock, he mentored me. Uh, and, and really, uh, he brought Iron Sharpens Iron to Phoenix, a conference for men. And, uh, and one of the keynote speakers was uh, David Delk. How about that? And uh, so when I started uh, yeah. doing research on, on David and the Man in the Mirror organization, I was really impressed. And uh, a friend that I knew uh, through another business, he, uh, he, I reached out to him. I saw him in one of the photos on the website. Uh, he had been through one of the training. Uh, and uh, I said, hey, Tony, what are you doing? And so he, uh, he actually recommended me for the job. And so he lives in another state. And uh, from there, it was just a process of, of uh, going through that, uh, the application process. And God just... Uh, now I can look at it, and God just uh, leading a path all Absolutely. along through there. So, and, and and thank you, Michael. Thank you, David, too, because a lot of time we as men, we think we're the only ones going through something. Mm. And I love it when men can just open up their heart on the radio, national. We've got over 17,000 listeners and mm. say, hey, you know, my grandfather was this. Hey, my marriage was that. Or my, 
you know, my relationships was this. I think men need to hear other men uh, testimonies, not to a point to step forward, but to say, oh, wow, you're not the only one going through something, you know, yeah. and, and we need that. And then, David, what I love is the fact that you guys offer so much opportunity for people can basically get into the career of helping people through the training of man in the mirror. How can men get involved around the country to be a field worker, a volunteer? What do they have to do, David? Yeah, the best way to check that out is you can go from our main website at manthemirror.org or you could go directly to mimfieldstaff.org uh, and learn more about it. We have, uh, we'll train you up. You're, you can be a volunteer, work with one or two churches, your own church or another couple churches, and we'll walk right beside you the whole way. Uh, and if the Lord leads, you can move into a part-time or even a full-time role just uh, doing nothing but helping churches reach and disciple men. See, and that's powerful. and that's Because a lot of us, are men, as men, are just out there written saying what is out there for me it's got to be more than just this nine to five and then they would be able to have the opportunity to meet most powerful people answer this question how are you guys reaching out to the to the women uh regarding like if they want to talk about their husbands or their boyfriends or they or their fathers do women contact man in the mirror about things like this Go ahead, David. Well, we often get we often get emails and uh, and phone calls looking for resources for husbands or sons. A lot of sons, you know, there's a lot of moms out there praying, praise God. A lot of moms praying yeah. for their sons, uh, and of course, churches, you know, are looking for uh, tools and resources for that as well. Um, and and you know, the women in the church often want the men to grow uh, a lot more than the men want to grow. So they're yeah. the biggest fans. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking in your 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 magazine, your Man in the Mirror magazine here, and and you must subscribe to this, and they can get a copy from maninthemirror.org. I'm looking at page 27, and it's talking about fear, you know, and I know it's different forms of fear and everything, but most men are dealing with fear of money, fear of not, they feel that they're not providing for their family. Touch on what some of the fears men are experiencing right now, uh, David, that you think is keeping them from not opening up. Yeah, I think most men have a secret fear of of not being uh, adequate, not succeeding, not making it. Uh, you know, we all want to be that uh, that guy that can do it, that can handle it, that uh, you know, that does it well. We want to be respected by people around us, especially when we want to be respected by our wives. And uh, you know, so sometimes it's uh, we feel like you know, kind of hiding and pretending. You know, we can keep that veneer up, and people will continue to respect us. People will continue to think we're okay problem is for a lot of guys they can only keep that up so long yeah and when reality sets in all of a sudden there's a lot more you know brokenness there Uh, it's a lot easier to deal with those kind of problems when they're small problems when you can be honest with somebody be a little bit vulnerable uh, be real with them they end up respecting you so much more for that that's the irony uh even though we're afraid they end up expect uh, respecting us so much more when we're real and honest with them than if we're pretending i'm looking at page 58 uh, go to that page 58 with mm-hmm. me, Michael. And, and I really, if you're listening t- to this show about this, I really want you to subscribe to the Man in the Mirror magazine. I'm loving this. You have like the man code. You have to create values, uh, capture momentum. What is the man code? Well, this is part of the uh, No Man Left Behind model. So uh, when we begin to work with churches, we begin to, to teach them about this model. So the man code is really the environment. The guy, how does a guy feel? When he steps on on that church campus, Do, does he feel like you know, um, you know, I'm going to be put to work here, mm-hmm. um, or I'm not even wanted here, or if am I am I accepted here, or or is it a church that you know, hey, 
We want men here. And that's really what the, we want to see churches do is create an environment where men fit, sense that they really um, – that they, they are desi- – the desire of that church is to have them there as a place for them to be uh, com- feel comfortable. Well, it's, it's, it's never enough time to talk to you again. <laughs> Michael, David, thank you so much for being a part of the Father Matter Show. How can people uh, get in contact with you guys? Through, through our website at uh, www.maninthemirror.org. Excellent. Thank you for joining me, and thank you for taking this time. And, and again, join their conference, Fuel 2016, in Orlando, Florida, February 25th through the 27th. I want to thank my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. And Wednesday, January 13th, Father Matters is hosting a mother-to-mother workshop. Log on to fathermatters.org for more information. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.